From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, North Korea denounces Seoul-Washington military drills as a war rehearsal. A persistent drought and high winds raise risk of forest fires. And team snowboarder Itoen nabs South Korea's first ever gold at FIS World Championship. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Kuhijin. North Korea has slammed the joint springtime military exercise that South Korea and the US plan to hold this month. The Chosun Shinbo newspaper, published by a pro-North Korean propaganda organization in Japan and serves as Pyongyang's mouthpiece, said Saturday the Freedom Shield exercise is a rehearsal to invade North Korea. The paper said such repetitive war games are posing military threats and they are exactly why the North is seeking to bolster self-defence capabilities. Another North Korean propaganda outlet, Uri Minjokiri, also lashed out at the combined drills, mentioning Freedom Shield, Soaring Eagle and Vigilant Storm, and accused the Allies of driving up tensions on the Korean peninsula to the brink of war. South Korea and the US on Friday announced that Freedom Shield will take place from March 13th to the 23rd for 11 days, reviving large-scale field manoeuvres to the scale of the full Eagle exercise prior to 2019 when South Korea suspended them. Meanwhile, a military source told Yonhap News Agency on Saturday that Seoul is prepared and is ready to respond in kind if the North fires shots and missiles towards the South Korean side of the buffer zone in violation of a 2018 military agreement that sought to ease inter-Korean tensions. A US B-1B strategic bomber was deployed to the Korean Peninsula on Friday for a joint air drill with the South Korean Air Force, according to the Seoul's Defense Ministry. The US MQ-9 unmanned aerial vehicle named Reaper was also likely involved in these maneuvers, marking its first deployment to the peninsula. From the South Korean side, F-15K and KF-16 fighter jets were mobilised for the combined training which took place over the West Sea and central inland regions. The ministry said the drill was held in line with the Allies' agreement to deploy US strategic assets in a more timely and coordinated manner, and it demonstrates Washington's will and ability to put into action its extended deterrence commitment against North Korea's nuclear and missile threats. The ministry added that the drill will also help enhance interoperability capabilities. National Security Advisor Kim Sung-han will visit Washington next week to discuss a range of issues, including enhancing bilateral ties. The presidential office said Friday that during his five-day trip starting Sunday, Kim will meet U.S. government officials and academics to discuss North Korea, regional and global affairs, as well as issues on economic security. Kim will also exchange views on ways to boost bilateral ties into a comprehensive global strategic alliance as the two sides mark their 70th anniversary of their alliance. As the trip comes ahead of President Yoon Suk-yeol's expected visit to the US, possibly in April, Kim will also likely touch on the agenda for a Seoul-Washington summit. South Korea will provide $18.5 million in humanitarian aid this year to Yemen. 
Seoul's foreign ministry said Friday the government announced the plan during the high-level pledging event on the humanitarian crisis in Yemen held in Geneva on Monday. Seoul's support plan for Yemen in 2023 include a rice aid project that has continued since 2018. South Korean ambassador to Geneva, Yun Zongdok, attended the pledging event co-hosted by the UN and the Swiss and Swedish governments. Yemen is experiencing a serious humanitarian crisis for the ninth year since a civil war broke out in 2014. The UN Office for the Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs believes 21.6 Yemeni people, or about 65% of its population, are in need of assistance. The ruling People Power Party has begun a vote on party members to elect a new leadership. The PPP said Saturday that the four-day vote during a party convention will decide its new leader and members of its Supreme Council to be announced on Wednesday. Some 830,000 party members can cast their ballots by phone or through a mobile system to vote for three Supreme Council members and one of four candidates running for party chair. The four contenders, Kim Gi-hyun, An Chol-soo, Chon Aram and Hwang yo battled it out in their last televised debate on Friday. The results will be announced at the convention to be held at the Korea International Exhibition Centre, or Kintex, in Koyang, Gyeonggi Province, which will also be attended by President Yoon Song-yeol. However, if none of the final four wins a majority in the first vote, a runoff vote will take place between the top two candidates, in which case the leader will be decided next Sunday. The National Institute of Forest Science predicts this weekend and the next will be critical in managing forest fires. On Friday alone, 13 wildfires were reported nationwide amid dry weather and gusty winds. Forest fires in January and February numbered 149, 1.5 times higher than past years, while over 60% of the cases were concentrated in southern regions. This is largely due to the arid winter climate, as indicated by low levels of moisture contained in leaves in the country's south. And coupled with strong winds, the risk of forest fires will likely rise to the fifth most alarming level in the past 40 years. Stressing a zero-tolerance policy, the Korea Forest Service from Saturday will clamp down on acts of incineration in areas near mountains. Authorities last year detected nearly double the amount of psychotic drugs being smuggled into the country compared to the previous year. According to data from the Korea Customs Service obtained by Democratic Party lawmaker Yang Yong-suk, The volume of narcotics such as ecstasy, rush, zolpidem and propofol that was discovered in 2022 jumped 87% to 267 kilograms. The value of these drugs, defined by the United Nations as new psychoactive substances that was seized last year, shot up 187% on year to 10.8 billion won. The lawmaker pointed out these substances can be used in criminal activities as even tiny amounts can cause hallucination, intoxication and blackouts. Yang said that so-called party drugs have a greater effect on young people and urged officials to step up crackdowns and increase penalties on drug-using celebrities. According to prosecutors, people in their 20s and 30s accounted for 57% of all drug offenders in 2021. 
teen snowboarding phenom Itaewon has nabbed the crown for men's halfpipe at the prestigious International Ski Federation's Freestyle Ski and Snowboarding World Championships, the youngest in the event's history. The 16-year-old scored 93.5 points in the men's final held on the slopes of Bukhariani, Georgia, on Friday to win the first ever South Korean gold medal in any skiing or snowboarding discipline at the winter tournament. And according to FIS, he managed to become the youngest male snowboard gold medalist in the world champion's history. Korea's best record so far was two fourth-place results, one in the women's freestyle mogul skiing in 2017 and the other in the men's giant parallel snowboarding in 2021. Born in 2006, he was the youngest member of Team Korea in last year's Beijing Winter Olympics. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Centre in Seoul. I'm Kuhijan.